Glow Up Ladies podcast. I'm your girl, BB. I'm Spunky. And this is it, y'all. We done came this to the end. Michael Jackson. <laughs> this is not the end all, be all. This is just the end of season two. Woohoo! Yay, we made it. Right. It's bittersweet. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely had a wonderful season two. Definitely, definitely. We had a lot of great moments, a lot of great episodes, laughter. We definitely did. And we went live like multiple oh, weeks. For quarantine, definitely. Yes. Like, we, it was like to the point where I still have people text me, y'all going live on Friday? Oh my gosh. You know, <laughs> I just really appreciate the loyal fan base. I don't want to start saying names because I don't want to forget anybody that was there, but shout out to you guys for coming. Yes. That was like a house party. It, it was, was. Awesome. literally. Everybody was like, hey, let me tune in. Let me catch you guys. Man. When are y'all coming back? So that's awesome. just beautiful. We really appreciate all the loyal fans and all the people who just kept checking in on us to stay tuned and figure out what we was going to talk about next exactly so i guess let's kind of you know recap the season if you will um what would you say if we had to sum it up what is one word to sum up season two Hmm. if i had one word to sum up season two i would say spunky no i would say effervescent Ooh, come on now. What is that again? Say that again. Effervescent. Oh, that's that law degree coming out there. She be reading books, y'all. Man. I mean, vivacious, merry, lively. You know, it was all those different components, you know? You brought up the live and, you know, that was something fun and new for us to do and explore and just all these different topics, you know, that we never even thought about, you know, some episodes that we saw on TV brought out light of certain situations. And, you know, I just think that we did a great job of talking about things that people were interested in hearing. So that would be the word that we use. What about you? What are your thoughts? What would be a word or phrase that you would use? Well, before I get into my word, I would definitely like to piggyback on what you said. Like we did bring in a lot of fresh new things. We even had small business uh, spotlight that was really cool. So like we we tried all those different things. And I think that's what gave me or maybe come to the one word that I wanted to talk about for season one. And that's just diligence. I just feel like um, since we did take it into our own hands in season Mm -hmm. two, um, to literally start this kind of come from scratch, to be honest, like season one was the birth of the Good Glow Up Ladies podcast, but season two was kind of like a rebirth of who we were and what we stood for and what we wanted it to be. And so- Man, like, we were in 
two different cities. You know, yes. you have to adapt to that. That's another thing. Like we literally had to figure out how to do this remotely. And it was one thing doing it together in the same house, but like Mm -hmm. doing it remotely, her in one place, me in another, that just that diligence. And then like her taking on, like Spunky taking on the editing part and like me taking on like all the research and trying to figure out how to make this thing. How to make it work. (laughs) I mean, you the the software, the equipment, you know, that wasn't easy. It wasn't. And like all this stuff was, you know, trial and error. And we Mm -hmm. put in work this season to actually make all of these episodes happen for you. So everything that you see um, on the front end, Spunky and I did on the back end. So that's that diligence for y'all. For sure. I dig it. I like that a lot. A lot. That's a really good word. So what would you say or what would be your favorite episode from this season? So my favorite episode is the last episode that we did, The Impact of Black Sitcoms. That was a really good one. It was just so fun. It was so nostalgic. It just it was a breath of fresh air. And it's what we needed during that mm-hmm. moment, especially during the civil unrest that's going on yes. in society. So I think it was just... Uh, it was just that forward focusedness of just, you know, here's this joy of like what black communities and culture can do for you. So yeah, that one was really fun. And I think that was my old team favorite. That's super clutch. I totally agree with that. I mean, that was a great episode and it was perfect timing. Like you said, it was just so much going on in the world. We still had the pandemic situation going on, you know, people can't move around how they used to. And hopefully they could find some comfort in those old shows and TV. Right. I agree. So what would you say is your favorite episode? This one was tough. Um, We had a lot of great episodes. Like we said, we spent a lot of time, you know, putting together shows and ideas and things that we thought people want to hear about. But I would just say one of my favorite was He's Too Young for You, Sis. It was a lot of fun and it was a lot of cool concepts that we brought out and brought to the table. And, you know, I got a lot of feedback from yep. that you know mm-hmm. like people like you know it was like some people were in their feelings they're like well you know I always date older yeah. women or yeah. you know so I was like whoa we weren't trying to say you know one way was more than or better than the other we right. just wanted to bring those issues to the light and that's typically what we do we keep a pretty neutral end point on most of our topics and that's for a reason one because we don't want anyone to think we're judging them mm-hmm. and then two there's just both sides to every situation and I think that you and I do a great job of bringing those sides out you I know agree. so I just I, I, was, I laughed it off and I mean he totally wasn't being serious either but he just wanted to shine his light on it. I think that's the power of this show you know People want to be heard and it's like they may listen and they're like, no, like I would have done this. So I should say this, you know, so we love the feedback. So please continue to support and always share your thoughts and feelings because, you know, it, it could provide a different perspective that may have not been thought of. So, no, I totally I agree. The um, He's Too Young for You, Sis episode was really fun. And then the aftermath of it was just so interesting because people kept talking about it like, yeah, I only date, you know, older women or I only date older dudes or I would never date nobody this age. So, like, it was just very fascinating to see everybody's mixed emotions about the whole um, episode. And to the point where I think we had several lives still talking about it. we had a live. Yes, you know, that one was too outrageous. <laughs> yeah, it was so outrageous. Like, so 
So it, it actually was a very popular show. So that is, is. I agree with you. That is a good favorite. Mm-hmm. For sure. So what would you say is the most enlightening episode of season two? So I'm pretty sure a lot of us can agree. And it was one of my most favorite episodes, but it was the erasure of childhood on adultification. I mean, one, I had heard of those different concepts, but never knew a term for it. I didn't know that it was thought that much thought put into it. You know, Georgetown did a whole study of this, Georgetown Law and Poverty Center. So I thought that was super cool. And just to research and bring out those different concepts, you know, and it's like, man, that's why this happens. Or man, this is why society and it's sort of like this. You know, it's all about that perception piece. And our history of the United States, of course, have a pretty dark past at times. And I just think that it's important to bring those things to light, things to light, so that you can make adjustments now. Because some of those things still resonate today. I mean, it was completely evident in that episode. And, you know, I just, I'm grateful that we were able to talk about it. We were able to shine some light on it and hopefully it brought positive insight and to people in position to make those changes. So totally agree there. What would you say was for you the most enlightening episode? So, you know, when we were going over this and you told me that I could keep the same one as you. So it is the same one as yours. <laughs> it is the erasure of childhood. Right. And you, say, you know, yes, keep it because you'll probably have a different answer than me. Um, yeah. It's not that you're wrong. We have the same exact <laughs> answer. So I do not need to elaborate more. <laughs> that is hilarious. So I have nothing else to say. Thank well, you. We can agree to agree. I love it. This is awesome. This, this is what life should be like. Like, and I think that that's important. Like you can't have certain ordeals and certain I guess, um, ventures with someone that's so like-minded because you'll miss out on opportunities. So you have to have healthy arguments. And I definitely think that we had our fair share and that, you know, positive things came out of it. You know, it wasn't a reality show. It wasn't like love and hip hop. (laughs) No, no, no. I still got to see you on Thanksgiving and Christmas. So you can't go too crazy. Yes, this is so true. So true. (laughs) But yeah, so for the one of the last points tonight, you know, what would you say was the most memorable episode for you for this season? I would say, because all of them are great, but I would say that 2020 Endgame was Mm. the most memorable to me because 2020. Literally 2020 is going to go down history, y'all. It's going down in the books um, because, you know, that was the episode where we talked about the recession and literally mm-hmm. COVID-19 and all the things that mm-hmm. is occurring with the uh, current world today. And so, like, it really spread light on, you know, what a recession is and what we're really and to be honest, y'all, like we look at all the analytics, it was literally the highest ranked show for a while. 
Yeah, um, <laughs> it was. People like, let me figure out what's going on. You know, some we should have put a disclaimer. You know, we're yes. not experts. You know, <laughs> this is just our opinion. Literally, everybody was like, I didn't even know what's going on. Like, yes. I was like and yes. so I really think that one's the most memorable to be, to be honest, because it just it kind of you know stands that test of time. Because you know what we going on, what we going through. Excuse me, is is going down in history. Man, that's absolute facts. Like this chapter of the history book in high, in high schools or middle schools going forward is going to be so thick. It's just so much happened within, the, what is it, six months in? Yeah. I mean, I can't even begin to start. I think it, for me, it became the worst year ever when Kobe Bryant passed away, you know, yeah. well, one of the worst years ever for me um, to just see someone that was always at the height of everything that they did or everything that I saw that he was a part of mm-hmm. to see him die. It was almost unbelievable. It was like, right. no, no, yeah. not Kobe. Not Kobe. Not, if 0.4 seconds was left on the clock, Lakers down by two, Kobe was going to get it. He was going to shoot and it was going in. Like it was yeah. no question. Yeah. So he won in all those different facets. And I just, you know, everything happens for a reason. We should have known hated. it was going to be a hell of a year. Yeah. Yeah. When that happened. I mean, I literally was going out because it happened on a Sunday. I was going out uh-huh. for brunch. I didn't go. Like, we, I was I mean, just Wow. Me and wow. And I wasn't even a Kobe so fan I, like that. So I couldn't even imagine, like, the Kobe fans. Like, because, you know, uh, your husband, he had a dog named Kobe. You know, he loved him. Oh, she, she was hurt. He was mm-hmm. hurt, hurt. Like we were out yes. in a restaurant and he was just like, oh, I need another drink. Yes, it was bad. <laughs> no, I totally understand that feeling. I totally. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think that I would say the most memorable episode I hate to be redundant, but the black sitcom episode, I mean, I just think it was just, it was so dope. I'm so glad that we had the discussion over that concept and we brought it to life because it just hit on so many different points and brought up so many different memories of childhood and just the innocence of it and seeing some of those shows and not knowing what they were saying and watching it as an adult and seeing something completely different. Like to me, that's a timeless classic. Like they were able to word and navigate in shows to where a kid can look at it, enjoy it, but still not have his childhood tainted. But then you see a totally different thing as an adult. So shout out to all the executive producers and actors that worked on a lot of those shows because it's timeless and we haven't seen anything like well, we've seen some some shows kind of compared to, but yeah. you know, it's still nothing in my opinion that's ever gonna compare to those shows. So I shout agree. out to them. They shout shaped them. our adulthood, mm-hmm. to be honest. For so sure. like we said and we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, this is the end of season two. But that doesn't mean that we'll be gone forever, y'all. We'll be back in the fall. So check us out for more episodes in October. Go back and listen to the ones that you might not have listened to. Yes. Go back to listen to season one. Check us out from the beginning and see how much growth that we've had since literally the first episode, Good Power. Like. 
if you listened to all of the different episodes, please give us feedback and be like, hey, which one was your favorite? Like, which one do you say, hey, I want to go back and listen to that right now because y'all had me weak, you know, right. or like I totally was relating to every single thing that you guys said. Um, so we we really had so much fun you know, doing both of these seasons. It's so crazy to say that we're moving into season three coming soon. Like I never would have thought that that was going to be the outcome. So like, this is a beautiful thing. And I'm glad that Spunky is on this ride to continue with me. Um, I don't want to be in season three by myself, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. For sure. But you know, if you see me by myself, (laughs) y'all... Just know, you know, Spunky had other bigger and better things to do. (laughs) But no, um, I think she's going to be on this ride till the wheels fall off. And um, I hope we keep riding this train. I hope you guys keep listening. I hope you guys keep loving us. I hope you guys uh, keep following us because we're not going to go anywhere on social media. So we'll still be in tune with you guys. We ain't going to go all the way away like, you know, they do on these these, these series. I know. Like, I don't know when Instagram's going to come back. Right. Right. They just leave us out in the the dark. Like, we just don't know. Um, But we're going to come back with season three with, you know, so much more new topics. Mm -hmm. Anything else? And hopefully we can have possible guests, you know, with Corona kind of limited. That would be really fun to have some more guests next next, uh, season. That would be fresh and funky. Um, So, yeah, I like that. See, that's a good idea, Spunky. Uh, (laughs) But, um, you know, most episodes we leave you with a quote. But unfortunately, you know, I don't have one tonight. So (laughs) I'm just going to end it on a high note saying thank you, thank you, thank you from Spunky. I, we really appreciate it. And, you know, we're not going. This is not goodbye to see you later. So make sure you guys follow us on all social medias and listen to season one and season two. Have a wonderful night. Peace. Take care.